You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. I have uh, my co-host here, Ingrid. We have a really awesome topic today. It's uh, talking about gym anxiety. We see a lot of this uh, at CrossFit Moncton here, and I'm sure others experience it as well, not just as uh, coaches and owners, but also as a a member or a participant in a gym. So welcome, Ingrid. Hi, thanks very much. All right. You might be somebody that experiences gym anxiety, uh, especially when you think about coming to the gym. It might not even be when you get to the gym. I I find there's different levels here. Like there's like that pre-anxiety. There's the anxiety when you're in the gym or when you walk through the door. Then there's anxiety when you're actually in the class and the, like everything has started. Is there any afterwards? Very little. Yeah. Very little. In fact, That's interesting. I've talked to people a lot about gym anxiety over the past couple of years and uh, that has never come up. That's interesting, eh? Just talking about this, I never even considered that. Like it's always this before. It's never after. I've uh, Some people re- have emotional reactions when they are finished workouts and classes. Um, but I would hazard to say not anxiety related. So why do you think that is? Why do you think it's always either like before or kind of right in the middle of? Well, I mean, I think that it's a, a fear. I mean, we can get into some of our things that we're about to talk about, but mostly it's to do with fear related to what's about to happen or a fear of not knowing what's about to happen or sometimes a little bit of both my take i agree with what you say there's there's definitely a lot of fear involved with that anxiety that people feel i believe that it's the stories that people tell themselves in their heads they think that here are all of the things that could or might happen which the likelihood of them happening are, you know, as we know, next to nothing. Yes. Um, but they, they build up these stories in their heads about, you know, it, this might happen or, you know, I might do this or this, somebody might look at me this way or whatever, right? And in fact, it's, it's probably never going to happen. But the, because we keep telling these stories, we build them up. They become almost bigger than, than what will ever possibly happen. Yeah. I would I would say it's kind of like a snowball effect. All right. Which we know is true about things like worry and anxiety. I feel like you have a good a better uh insight into this topic because of the conversations that you have with people. Without naming any names, do you have any examples of of, of um situations where gym anxiety has kind of crippled a, a member basically? Oh my goodness, I have uh, many. Um, I definitely have spoken to many individuals who are basically anxious about doing any activity that's new in front of anybody else. So A, you've added, you're doing something new. B, you've added the fact that somebody's going to be looking at you while you're doing it. Um, Sometimes I have to encourage folks not to be so anxious immediately before working out. 
just one example this morning, even in my 7 a.m. class, one darling lady said to me, you know, the deadlifts and the running, I'm just afraid that I'm going to feel a certain way in my hips and back from doing those activities today. And I said, are you feeling that way now? And she said, no. And I said, why don't we see what happens? Uh, and she said, you know who you're talking to, don't you? I'm anxious. And I said, yes, I know exactly who I am talking to. And what I want to tell you is let's worry about that when that happens. Easier said than done, for sure. Um, and talking about anxiety and related to, you know, just arriving at the gym or whatever, there are many sort of ways to feel anxious about it. But I do find the more we actually discuss it and accept it as normal and okay, and most people feel this way, the less effect it has on people. In fact, I would even go as to so far as to say that even just addressing it is just as useful as some of those tips and tricks that you're going to come up with later. It's kind of like going back to that mouse story I had when I was on Survivor, right? <laughs> right. I was very uh, fearful of a mouse or mice Absolutely. In what might happen? You didn't know. And so what did I do? I said, screw it. And I faced my fear and I held a mouse and that was it. And then you won the money. Then I won money. Yeah, but you treated that like you did not have a choice. It's true. But I did have a choice. You did. I guess it was my, my steadfast decision. I am going to do this. I was going to say stubbornness, but I like okay, steadfast. Step That's, That's a good word. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so we have a few, we'll call them main reasons that we see um, for for the anxiety of coming to the gym. And the first one, Ingrid kind of mentioned this already, but the first and I think the main one would be fear of the unknown. If you're new to working out, the Gym can be a daunting place. Uh, it's not, it's more into the mainstream now than it was years ago. Like if you think about, you know, 20, 30 years ago, what did the inside of a gym look like? It's not what it is today. It's completely different. <laughs> they're obviously a lot cleaner, brighter. Um, they're just kind of more open. So it's the, the atmospheres have definitely changed. But that perception of the gym as a daunting place hasn't lifted yet. So that's I feel like that's a battle that we have as owners and coaches and CSMs is to show them that it's not an actual daunting place. It's a place where you can be welcomed and accepted and no matter what, um, you know, all of the the equipment that we have around can be overwhelming and it's like you see the the pull up rig in the middle and well, I could never do that. Okay. Well, if you say that repeatedly, then you're <laughs> absolutely correct. But you might not be able to do it the day you walk in. But if you don't walk in, then you'll never have that chance. I would even take it back even a little bit uh, less specific than Jim. I would like people to know that when they are going to try something new or go somewhere they've never been before, as a kind of mostly a solo person walking into this new situation, you're already out of your comfort zone, whether it's a gym, a party, some kind of social situation, those fear of the unknown um, anxieties, butterflies in your stomach, 
you know, are experienced by 99.9% of people. 100%. Uh, so when people come in here and they feel nervous to tell us they're nervous, right? We already know. We already know. So I find addressing it right away as soon as they walk in the door with them is, is, is from, a, from a coaching standpoint, I always try to make sure that people know that, you know, it's okay. They should be feeling nervous. I would question it if they weren't. If you're, you know, I've had this saying before, if you're not nervous before you train, then you're not training hard enough. Absolutely. Right. I, I get nervous before workouts. I did this morning, got those <gasps> pre-workout yes. jitters and I had to work through them. Yep. And it's not my first rodeo, but it still happens every day. So the, the, it's natural. And what do we do if we're, if I'm fearful of something that I've never done before, what do I do? I research it. I look it up. I find examples of people like me doing the things and we try to alleviate that by posting pictures and videos of regular everyday people doing these regular everyday things in our gym which then leads to amazing remarkable things that people never thought they were capable of capable of doing so i think part of the fear of the unknown or a way to get through that is to kind of do your research look around do the pictures on that website match up with your the type of person that you are if not then that might not be the place for you and that's fine um what we do to help alleviate that fear as well we do what's called a no sweat intro so when people come into the gym for the first time we don't work out we don't lift weights we don't do anything we just talk with people and find out what it is they actually want what are their main goals we talked about this before you know most people say they want to lose weight it's really not weight. They want to lose fat. It's really not that. And it's to feel better, to feel more confident, or more capable. And you can see it in that meeting that that whole, the anxiety is just kind of lifting. They're like, okay, I can breathe here. I belong here. I know I can do these things. So that's how we address it. Um, mm -hmm. But it's definitely part, part of the process is doing some research and, and digging in and seeing if it's actually what you want to do. And ask other people, you did this before. How did you feel? How did you work your way through it? There's always somebody that you can reach out to that has probably done the thing that you've done before. Um, so being open about it is definitely the, f the first thing that I would say encourage people to do. Just come out and say it. We know it already, um, but just come out and say it and we normalize that because it's, it's uh, rampant. So these next two, I'm going to combine them because um, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, it's comparing yourself to others and kind of in conjunction with uh, a fear of judgment and different but similar. It, it's natural to compare yourself around uh, others when you're working out with other people. Uh, you might see somebody that's in better shape than you or they might be working out harder than you or whatever it is, and that can oftentimes trigger some feelings of inadequacy it's like well i'm not as good as them well no crap if i <laughs> there's always going to be somebody better than you unless you're at the olympic level and you've got a gold in all of the things <laughs> there's going to be somebody better than you so there it's an unfounded uh fear that can easily be turned around as well i i would say you know, you can use that recognition of somebody that's, you know, one step beyond you in that thing to motivate you or, you know, 
talk to that person, see how they got there, you know, use the information. That person that you're watching, it's not their first day. Yeah, they were once you. They had a first day at one point, and they also had people that were ahead of them. And the the cycle continues backwards, right? Absolutely. Um, I like to look at it the other side of what you just said. I want to flip the script and say the fact that you walk through the door, you're already better than all of the people that are still sitting on the couch. 100%. I always say that to people when they come in with any kind of worry, anxiety. Sometimes they'll come in with a little bit of a tweaked injury or soreness or they didn't get a good night's sleep last night. And I say to them, did you walk through the door? Then you're doing okay. Yeah. You're here. You're going to do some things. You're going to feel better when you leave. And they always do. You've, you've taken the first step that thousands of other people have refused to do, mm-hmm. that will not do. They're... Their anxiety has overcome them so much that they're not willing to take that first step. And the fact that you are willing to walk through the door that that first time speaks volumes about the character that that you are. I would agree 100%. And so that's kind of the, the before, but a lot of people fear or have that anxiety about, well, people are gonna watch me in the gym. Yes. I don't know what I'm doing with my body and someone else is going to see that I don't know what I'm doing with my body and that's going to make it worse for me. So tell me about your workout this morning. Were you... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a little bit of anxiety. I decided to do my workout early because I had a client coming and I wanted to cram it in. And, you know, doing a solo workout for me is daunting anyway. I really love the motivation of having people around me. Uh, doing the same thing that I'm doing. Uh, but I wasn't. I did my whole workout while other people kind of um, did their mobility and strength work. And I'm there huffing and puffing in the corner. And, you know, at about six years in, I never thought I'd say it, but I still am aware that people are there, that they can see me. Um, however, at this point, I know what the community is like and the atmosphere is like. And I know that there's not a judgment there. What they're thinking is, oh, some of them are thinking, oh, you know, I wish that I could do that. Other people are just literally cheering me on. That's it. They just want to see me succeed. I knew that. Um, Does it take, does it mean that thoughts of fear of judgment never cross my mind? No. Um, But it is, you know, after a certain point, you do realize that you're just being supported. People are looking at you smiling. So when you were in the middle of the workout, did Mm -hmm. you even realize that there were other people around though? (laughs) Not really. Um, Mostly because I was making noise and they were being quiet. So I felt that I stuck out a little bit. Um, But no, I needed to get my shit done. So I did it. Sure. Now, in a regular class style workout, Mm -hmm. when everybody's working out together, Mm -hmm. I was in my class yesterday. You didn't see anybody? I didn't see a thing. No. I didn't recognize anybody. All I was focusing on was what I was doing, my breathing, my movements. I was not, there's no time for me to look at others and then cast judgment. There's no time or energy for that. I'm my, all of my energy is spent on sustaining my life mm-hmm. during that workout. <laughs> and that is it. So there's no time for that. And so I think that that fear of judgment or being compared to 
is, is obviously unfounded because you don't do that to others in the middle of your workout. So why would you expect others to do that to you? No, I never stop in the middle of my workout and check out what other people are doing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Ever. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to do the best thing I can do to the best of my ability. And now, so is everyone else. Now, I know what some people are thinking. This is, this is a, a little like, yeah, but. And they'll be say, yeah, but I'm always the last one. Right. Okay. And then Easy every, for you guys to say. Yeah, you're always done first. Mm. So nobody's watching you. But if I'm the last one done, well, I'm going to tell you what. It's very rare in any activity, sporting activity, where the last one to finish is the, the one that's the cheered for the loudest. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't really see that in, in many other sports. It's always you hear the loudest cheers for the person that finishes first. Yeah. Here it's the exact opposite. The loudest cheers are generally for the person that finishes last. And now I get it. It's, There's it's, a yeah, but there too. I know. Okay. Yeah, but I don't want all the attention. Yeah, but I don't want that attention thrown on me at the end. And that's okay. okay. How do you address that? I would just think I'm a big person. I'm a communication person. I have gotten to the point where I feel comfortable expressing my discomfort. And I would encourage anybody in those situations to just say it out loud, acknowledge it. Once it has been acknowledged, suddenly the monster isn't so much of a monster anymore. It's like turning the light on, looking under the bed. It's not there. You can, right? You're afraid. You can say you're afraid. But the moment it's been articulated, uh, I feel that some of the power is taken out of it. I would also, I'd like to dig back, okay. like ask that person, why? Why do they feel that way? Why, mm. why don't they want people cheering for them? Was there an incident that happened in the past that may have triggered a response at one point that, that has carried forward into today? Mm. It's, um, it's worth looking into just to know or just to acknowledge. Uh, we call it noticing and naming. I'm noticing this. Uh, feeling, I'm going to put a name to it. And then once I've done that, I can then have the opportunity to move on from that. So just being able to identify it and then kind of saying, okay, this happened. That's how that made me feel. Right. And now I'm going to go move on. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. It's kind well, we got two more, I guess. Next one (laughs) is uh, perfectionism. It's another reason people feel anxious at the gym because they, they are perfectionists. They may feel like they have to do everything perfectly in order to avoid that judgment or any criticism from others. It can lead to a lot of pressure, um, you know, as well as feeling like, you know, that I'm never good enough. And just this morning I had this chat, I had a a private client in and I, I asked, I said, all right, from the first rep that you did till now, is your movement perfect? And he looked at me, he goes, nope. I go, you're right. It's not perfect. But that's not what we're striving for. Now I'll re-ask the question. Is the rep that you just did better than the first rep that you did five minutes ago? And he said, yep. I said, absolutely. And that's what we're striving for. Progress over perfection. Get that idea that you're ever going to be perfect right? It's probably not going to happen. 
I'm now like 16 years into CrossFit and I can tell you now that my movements are not perfect and I strive for the coaching and the tips and tricks to help move myself towards virtuosity, doing the uncommon commonly well. But I know that I'm never going to be flawless in any movement. And if it ever gets to that point, I'll just make the movement heavier. Yeah, because you or don't, make the movement more complicated. You don't right? want to get to the point where you're not learning anymore. Ever, do Ever. you? No. No. If you were perfect at everything, there'd be no learning opportunities. So what are you doing here? Always be a white belt. <laughs> right. But we we use what's called the level method here and we don't have any single person. I don't think anybody ever has maxed out the entire map. Red, <laughs> red five and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There's always something to work on. I also on, don't right? think anybody is white in anything, really. Most of the time, right? Some people are, people are starting. And you know what? It doesn't matter where they're starting. They're starting where they are. And I want people to understand right now that when you walk into the gym, we meet you where you are. And that should be the case no matter what facility you're walking into. Um, you're there to learn. You're there for help. You're there to improve yourself. Nobody's in the exact same place as you are. Uh, so be okay with it. Put in some work and learn and progress and do what you can do for yourself every day. You've kind of already addressed the last one that we have here, and that's Oops. a lack of confidence. You kind of jumped right to the solution part. All right. That's good. Um, so I'm a helper, you know. You know, if you don't feel confident in your your abilities, you know, physical or, or mental abilities, it, it can be hard to to go to the gym and to work out. You might feel like that you're not strong enough, or you know, you might make a fool of yourself. Um, and this lack of confidence can really fuel that anxiety and, and make it even harder to just show up to even get to the gym. So, mm -hmm. those are kind of all the main. We've kind of sprinkled in a few like strategies that, that we like to use like addressing it and and identifying um and just kind of mostly acknowledgement communication and yeah. acknowledgement and you know just try to walk through the door so we have a few points here that that might be able to help um i'm not saying all of them will work for everybody but something might work for somebody so we'll, we'll go through them here the first one, as Ingrid mentioned already, is kind of talk to a friend, a family member, or even a coach uh, about how you're feeling. And this can help you kind of express what you're going through and may help you feel more supported. Hopefully just by listening to this, like we want you to know that we acknowledge this. We know this is a thing. We're not we're not dumb to this. Like we're not completely deaf to it. We we understand that gym anxiety is real. But if you hide it or if you don't show us or tell us, we can't show our support. Now, we're pretty good. Like we can pick up on it pretty easily and, you know, indirectly or not, if we see people canceling because certain movements are coming up, we know that we can see that on the back end. And that's what kind of makes uh, our gym a little different than a, a traditional gym. We know when you don't show up. And so we'll find out the reasons why. And we want to, we want to talk about that and address that. Right. Um, but yeah, getting that support or talking to somebody that, that you care about, that's close to you could be the first step in helping to relieve some of that gym anxiety. Part two, 
find a gym buddy. Having somebody to go to the gym with can make a huge difference and it can make working out feel way less daunting and way more enjoyable. Agreed. Um, (laughs) I love it when people show up in pairs. Um, but honestly, what I really love is people showing up by themselves because it's so brave. And once they get here and meet a friend, that's when my heart really starts to burst, right? Like I just get filled right up with those, you know, relationships that I see developing. And I've seen lots of really close personal friendships develop here where they are just literally keeping each other going. Look, we have, um, parents and kids that come together we have spouses coming together we have sisters that just started right. recently mm-hmm. uh, so they've joined together friends that joined together as a result of joining the gym we've seen people uh, build lifelong relationships and then have sub- subsequently got married and had kids as a result of meeting that person at the gym that's right it's crazy to see the, it's a web. It's, it's this neat web. I used to be able to, I could draw it out before. You like can't anymore. Tell, who brought anymore. who? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's too it's vast It's like the now. family tree of CrossFit Mountain. Basically it's grown so big. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, that could be one, one step is finding a gym buddy and that kind of helps relieve some of that anxiety. Cause it's not just you, you don't have to face it alone. Um, next one is start small. Sometimes the thought of just going to a gym could be overwhelming. So it's very possible and and encouraged to start with some smaller steps. And that might begin with maybe doing a walking program. Um, We actually might might link one to the show notes here. We have a walking program that we designed that uh, we can give out to our listeners. Um, So that might be a good first step. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) You're so cheesy. I love it. Uh, no pun intended. Actually it was, it was Uh, so intended by walking around the block, doing some at home workouts. Uh, you can start to feel more comfortable and then gradually increase your activity level. So that walk program might turn into a jogging program and then a running program and then a rucking program. And then you're starting doing at home workouts and then you're like, damn, I feel really good. I want to go to the gym. Yep. Just one little step leads to the next. So start small. Uh, next one is Instead of, so I guess what, one of the top things that we talked about is fear of judgment from others. So people do not feel like they can work out in front of other people or in a, in a large group. So why not do private training? Personal training is a very viable option. You're in one-on-one with a coach. You're getting, still getting amazing training. You're still getting the one-on-one attention from a coach. You're getting your form corrected. You're making sure that everything is catered and and tailored to you and your abilities Um, personal training is a great option absolutely Uh, another reason to communicate with your training staff often I find people don't realize uh, that at least at our facility there are options for them to you know fit the gym into their lives as they can as well as they can it might be dependent on schedule anxiety whatever um but yeah reaching out and getting some one-on-one training to kind of boost your confidence or stick with it for the long haul like whatever works for you works for you um but again it starts with a conversation yep and kind of 
side note to that, online training is also a great option. So if you have the ability to work out or the space and time to work out at home, we have options for that as well. We can set you up. So we have people that have literally no gear. It's complete bodyweight workouts at home. And we have people with fully CrossFit set up garage gyms and we program for them as well. So online training, when you don't have the, um, you just don't want to be in front of anybody, that's a great way to get started. And that might be your solution. That is okay. The goal here is to improve your physical resiliency over time. And that might be the, the first step. Uh, next one is remember that everybody is different. Everyone has their own unique journey and there's no right way to work out. So focus on your own progress and really just don't compare yourself to others. It's really about looking internally and not outwardly at everybody else. So focus on what you can do and what you can control and not all the external factors that really don't matter. I always say that to people when they start CrossFit. I always say when you are in a group class, you're only competing against yourself. You will feel like you are on a team because everybody's behind you. When it comes to the competing part, it's you and you alone. Don't bother looking at anybody else. Everybody's different. You might be the same in some ways and different in other ways, but you are you. So do you the best way you can do and encourage others to do the same. Love it. Last one, and this is, uh, if things are extreme with your anxiety, you may need to talk to a professional. Talking to a coach is great if you have some gym anxiety and it's like, okay, let's let's talk about different options here. But if it is becoming a debilitating uh, part of your life and it you just feel like you are kind of frozen, you, you just can't move forward or do anything about it, it might be time to talk to a professional. So if it's really impacting your life, not just in the gym, but outside of the gym, uh, talking to a therapist or a counselor um, might be the best bet for you. So they can definitely help you understand and manage your anxiety in a, in a healthy way. Um, so yeah, we're, as coaches, <laughs> we're not professional counselors. We're not therapists. You can talk to us. We can We can be there to listen to you. But when it comes to actual professionals, they are, they are there for that. So just keep, keep that in mind. Excellent. We're 30 minutes in. How is it we always uh, are not sure what we're exactly going to say and then we talk for at least half an hour? Because we talk about things that are, we're passionate about and that we know can help people. And so that it makes it very easy to talk about these topics because we see these examples all the time, almost every day, um, we, we, we could talk about any of these things for, for a length of time without any issue. Well, we used to sit and have these conversations across the desk and you would say, oh my gosh, we should record this so people can hear it. So now we're doing that. I, I was like a few years ago and now it's like, hey, we should make a podcast. <laughs> you should probably do a podcast. And here we are. So now we're just, we have more equipment now as we do our talks instead of just talking. Talking. All right, guys. I hope you got something from this podcast. If you do not have gym anxiety, but you know somebody that does, I would appreciate it if you share this with them because hopefully it will help them in some way, shape, or form to help kind of put them at ease or give them something that they can use to kind of curb that anxiety and start to do something that's healthy for them. 
And if it's you that has the anxiety, please do one thing. Tell somebody how you feel. Done. Love it. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.